0: good song i guess that just would have played now yeah that was a banger yeah uh-huh. it continues to be a banger yep hell yeah cheers to the banger cheers to that absolutely all right well let's get into it okay man what are we doing
1: on july 24th 1915 the employees of western electric uh the western electric company uh, hawthorne works location which is located in cicero illinois had chartered five ships to take its employees across Lake Michigan to Michigan City, Indiana. Okay. Okay.
0: I know all those places.
1: Yeah. It's pretty local to us. Yeah, it's true. So, this day was a special occasion. It was a day for uh, the company to thank their employees for all the hard work that they do.
0: That's nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The day was going to be chock full of fun activities from picnics to sports and all sorts of fun for the children of these families. and the mm,
0: Wow. Yeah. Whoa. It happens. For, <laughs> yeah.
1: for the children and the families of these hardworking people to partake in. It seems like the uh, whole factory kind of got the day off.
0: Well, isn't that nice? Yeah. It's a win for the working man.
1: Mm-hmm. I hope. Western Electric was determined to give their employees the time off that they deserved because that's what this was really. You know, many of the employees were immigrants that were struggling, working hard to try and make it in a new country. So they couldn't, so they didn't really have time to take off. Right. Even though they may have deserved it, they just couldn't afford to do so.
0: It's the American reality.
1: Mm Mm-hmm there. So with that in mind, there's a lot of excitement about this day.
0: I, I'm excited thinking about it. Right?
1: you're Working hard. Yeah. No end in sight. None. Just like... Company are you, decides to just...
0: Yeah. Everybody's off today. And everybody else is like, what? Like, yeah. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. Like, even me? Even you, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, thanks. Gee golly, sir. That's my impression of a worker in 1915. Okay. Gee golly, sir. Sure. Ah, oh, thanks. Ah, oh, shucks. Yeah. Thanks, man. You probably wouldn't say man. It's not a term we would use in 1915. Probably not. Thanks, thanks, mister. That's better. Yeah. Thank you, mister. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Right. Get to see the family. Have fun. Kick back. Relax. Have a picnic. Go somewhere else that's not here where I am all the time for probably long hours.
1: Yeah, so the company uh, basically got tickets for all their employees, and they handed them out to foremans, and the foreman sold them pretty cheap to families, uh, you know, the cover expenses and everything. Sure. So, all the excitement about this day and the employees looking to kick back and spend quality time with the family, they head out early, you know, seize the day.
0: Right, because it's a whole thing. Not only is it the day off, they got this whole thing going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, I'm here.
1: So, the employees uh, set off that morning to meet in downtown Chicago. Just off of the lakefront, off of Lake Michigan, in the Chicago River, the first ship that was to be loaded up was the largest. The ship was known, was called the Eastland. Okay. The Eastland was one of the fastest ships in the Great Lakes, and it was pretty well known for the time, and it seems to be, seems to have been known as a kind of fun passenger ship to cruise the lake. Nice. Mm-hmm it had a capacity of 2,500 with an additional 75 crew members. So it was first to be loaded uh, because they didn't want to risk the other ships filling up too quickly and end up having to leave some behind employees behind. You know, everybody's okay. in Right. So the, uh, the turnout for this day was a little bit more than expected. It's about 7,000 people we're gonna be heading out to uh, Michigan City, Indiana.
0: Nice, good mm-hmm. time to have fun.
1: So, the ship filled up quick. And like I said, this was all the employees with their families, significant others, you know, all that in tow. All that could make it at least. The ship got up to its twenty five hundred capacity pretty quick. Damn. Yeah. Now, I don't want to put words in your mouth here, but we kind of have a, a thing with this show, so I'm going to maybe alleviate your mind here a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, please so, do what needs to be done. 2,500 people. Sounds like a lot of people on a boat, right?
0: It does sound like a lot of people on a boat, yeah. All
1: right. Well, three years earlier than 1915, there was a little shipwreck known as the Titanic, right?
0: Yeah. Well...
1: Let's address that, because in early 1915, Woodrow Wilson had passed the Siemens Act earlier that year, uh, ensured that the requirements for lifeboats on ships more accurately matched the number of passengers that the ships were allowed to carry.
0: It really does take something that catastrophic for them to be like, no, we've got to make sure.
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Exactly. There's a chunk of humans, a big human chunk with appropriate safety precautions being taken. Okay. Just in case, yeah. Right. So,
1: at about seven ten a.m., the ship was at capacity, and it it wasn't set to depart until seven thirty. Okay. So, passengers are milling around idly, enjoying the misty morning, strolling the upper decks, taking in the sights of downtown, the river, even the lake on the not so distant horizon. Some were dancing to the tune of a piano, everyone excited for the ship's departure, and the day's events, when suddenly the ship rolled over.
0: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) just like that, huh?
1: Pretty much. Whoop! Kinda.
0: Ah. It's a little... Ah. It was abrupt. So that, that means... So abrupt means like not fast, right? It means they had plenty of time to get in all those lifeboats and escape. That's what that means, right? Is that? No. No. Is it the not? Mm. Is it the opposite? It was the opposite of Did that. Did I forget what abrupt meant?
1: Yeah, a little bit maybe. Yeah, it wasn't that abrupt though. <sighs> For the uh, sake just, of st- just
0: in time to scream and know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> oh it wasn't God. like
1: all of a sudden it just inverted. So, but I, I needed to, you know, kind of lead you by the nose there a little bit. Sure. Um. So this ship, the captain was known to empty the ballast before they loaded and made it easier to get on the ship from the docks. Okay. With the gangplank and everything. The ship was also already known to have issues with being top heavy already. So,
0: So they knew about it maybe.
1: So it was somewhat known about a little bit. It had it had troubles with listing in uh, past occurrences. Um, one such where people had to in Cleveland, I want to say it was uh, moved to one side of the ship to counter it at one point. Zach,
0: mm-hmm. that's not a good boat. No, it's not.
1: That's not a great boat. It you well. Know. So uh, this was somewhat known of before. Uh, just. the captain was advised to never empty the ballast, yet he did, uh, to make it easier for boarding. The, I just,
0: every time I'm, I mean,
1: the engineer that was in charge of the ballast was new to the ship. The ship had been upgraded with cement floors on the deck instead of the old rotting wooden. So that added about. 3,300 tons of weight on the top of the ship. And then good old Woodrow Wilson's extra lifeboats added even... What a even, jerk, Woodrow! ...even more weight, making this ship top-heavy.
0: God, Woodrow, don't you know about boats? They don't need lifeboats. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you, Woodrow Wilson. You. Come on. What a crappy president. Yeah. This is the worst. I mean, this is... Man, Woodrow, what do you even know about anything? Hmm.
1: So... All of that was known going into that. You know, maybe some wasn't accounted for, but it had problems with the listing before. So during this time that it's tied to the dock, people are loading. It's still tied to the dock. Okay. The engineer noticed that you're get, it's starting to list, and he he brings in some water to counter it. Okay. And then it kind of goes the other way. So then some crew crew members on board. Uh, Ask some people to shift over to try to counter it. And it kind of goes back. And then it goes a little further. And then it dips into the water and it starts taking on water. And it's, at that point, the crew's abandoning. You're they like, know what's happening. They're like, the end. hmm So this ship flips into the Chicago River. The... They believe that it was also overcapacity because they were taking tickets. I bet. But they don't think that they were counting the children that were getting on. They were just counting the adults. So ranges say that I've seen numbers. It's estimated. Of course. But that it could go up to 3,400 people on the ship at one point.
0: when it. So went. that's in play. That's in play. There may be that many people on a ship that has had its deck replaced with concrete and the...
1: There's over 2,500, which is the capacity for sure. And then it may even go up to almost
0: 1,000 people over. Why do people do these things? Oh, because it seems fine. You know? It always seems fine until it's not. Every time. Everything seems like, ah, oh, it's, it's... I mean... I don't want to be, like, a huge, like, you know, stickler for rules guy. But, I mean, certain things are there for a reason.
1: Yeah, like.
0: You know? Like, how many people are on a boat?
1: It's because it's for your safety. So, this doesn't happen.
0: Correct. But safety is not a priority.
1: Not at the moment. Everybody's excited to get out. Enjoy their
0: day. Everybody just wants to have fun. And anybody who is an authority figure seems to not care about things that keep people safe. Nothing anyone can relate to today. It's fine. Yep. Totally fine. Oh, boy. So the Eastland
1: rolled over onto her side and came to rest at the bottom of the river, only 18 feet below the surface. One side of the boat's hull was actually above the water surface in some spots. Passengers that were on the deck were tossed into the river, splashing about in a mass of bodies. The overturned ship created a current that pulled some of the floundering swimmers to their doom. While many of the women's long dresses were snagged on the ship, tugging them down to the bottom. Those who were inside were thrown to one side of the ship when it capsized. Of course they were. Heavy furniture on board crushed some passengers. Those who were not killed instantly drowned a few moments later. Great. Better. When water rushed inside. <laughs> is that better?
0: Uh, no, it's worse. It's so much worse. It's so worse.
1: It's much a bad time. It You're not sucks. having a, Your day was supposed to be going it great. Sucks. It's ha- turned God. real bad, real quick. And I quick.
0: mean, when your destination is like just going to fucking Indiana, that's like the end of the journey. And then... Uh, that's not even that far. That's what I mean. I don't know
1: what it would have been by a boat that could only go, like, 15 miles an hour. I don't know. It was supposed to be a relaxing... But it was probably, like, an hour, maybe.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't supposed to be, like, a relaxing, like, you know, crushed by a chair as you drown to death.
1: That's not relaxing. No,
0: it seems not the greatest.
1: Yeah. So, a few managed to escape, but most of them didn't. Most? Well, Huh. A lot of them didn't. I
0: mean, enough. Right. A lot. Most. Most. Well,
1: a good amount. People, you know, were, th- were thrown into the river. Uh, it's the Chicago a River at the time.
0: Great visual. Just a cesspool of scum.
1: Yep. It was full of pollution and feces. Oh, <laughs> great. And now, people and terror. Uh, as you can imagine, the. You know, thousand couple thousand people God. dumped into the river. Oh no. You've seen the Chicago River? I have. Can you imagine what a couple thousand people <sighs> stuck in one spot of that river I would am. look like?
0: I am. I it, mean
1: it became a battle of people trying to swim and pull each other down and, and then trying to escape.
0: <sighs> I, I mean I guess it's just a shocking experience. I would like to think everyone be like, hey, wait a second. No, no. No. Let's try. Let's make a chain and put. None of that's happening.
1: Nope. It's just panic. People screaming. um, People on shore. Like, there's thousands of people watching this happen. Because they were waiting to board their ships, you know? There's. We'll just say 2,500 just because. No, either way. Yeah. But there's. So there's another. 4,000 people standing by waiting to get it. on their ships.
0: My made-up character, little like Jimmy, he's like, he tips his head he's like, good day, Mr. just turned, he, he didn't make <laughs> it on the boat. He's like, that's ah, okay. He goes back and just, no one's in the factory. He's just working. He's like, I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. As he copes with the uh, trauma that he just witnessed. Right. Yeah.
1: It, uh, it had to be traumatic. Yeah, right? People on the shore start throwing things into the river. To try to right. help, like, I like they're that. throwing in anything they can get their hands on that is going to float. They're tossing in wood, crates. Take my shoe! It's not a good thing to use. Right. At one point, I watched a documentary on this, and one lady said that uh, she's, or a man said he saw a woman put her child into a chair. And then push him free of the, the throng. Okay. And then blew him a kiss as he sank.
0: Oh, my God. Right? Oh, my God. It's... And he just looks back and he's like, Mom?
1: It's a disaster, literally. People are drowning. People are dying. People are fighting, pulling, you know, the strong are pulling the weak down. The weak are hanging out of the strong, drowning them as they're trying to swim. Eventually, firefighters, rescue workers arrive and try to get a hold on the situation. But the ship is done. It's over capsized, you know. A local iron worker shows up with an acetylene torch and begins to try to cut the side of the hull open to free people. Good
0: call. Good try.
1: And the ship's captain shows up and starts fighting with him about his ship and putting holes in it.
0: Does the guy just torch the captain? Uh,
1: he just kept cutting, basically. Yeah, fuck you, man. Um, and then people are hammering away with axes and sledgehammers trying to get through the hull as they hear people pounding inside, and they know it's filling with water.
0: God, dude, that fucking captain. His property over people? Yeah. Come on, man.
1: The, they get some people out of portholes. There was a couple women that were trapped, and the room was full of air, and it was like the scene in a movie. When the room starts to fill with water, yeah, and you're swimming to the top trying to get a breath.
0: <sighs> Finally,
1: they break through the porthole and grab these women as they're fading consciousness and pull them out by their hair, or oh my resuscitate God. them. I, I just thinking about how many people that river. Like it's not that wide of a river. No man's like gonna the Mississippi. clog it
0: up. No, it's gonna clog it up. Yeah, it's.
1: It's just head and shoulders of people floating or drowning. At the end of the day, 844 people lost their lives.
0: Oh, my God.
1: That's three times the amount of lives that were lost in the Great Chicago Fire. This is the biggest disaster in Chicago history and loss of lives.
0: Have you even heard of this? No. Me neither. That no one talks about. No. Why doesn't this matter? Because it... It's like if it it doesn't count if it happens in the water, is that the problem? (laughs) Technically, it wasn't in
1: the city. Yeah, it's like it was
0: in the water. (laughs) It's connected to the lake. It actually happened in the lake. Way out, you know, it's even in international waters. This is actually Canada's problem. This doesn't (laughs) happen here. Right, yeah. What the hell, guys? Are you serious? How could I not? And I mean, I'm not a fucking Chicago historian, but I mean, I've paid attention to things. And if it was the biggest disaster in Chicago, you'd think. It would be on either one of our consciousnesses.
1: Right. Wasn't no, on mine.
0: Wasn't on mine.
1: No idea, but I've probably... We both have passed the place that this is happened. Uh, I'm sure I've We've probably and, done it together.
0: We've probably walked right by it. I'm sure it happened. Absolutely. Because this is the... A few times. This is
1: right by the Clark Street Bridge.
0: Yeah, so absolutely. There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. The fucking river, man. Mm-hmm. This scummy piece of shit.
1: Yeah, it's a little cleaner nowadays.
0: Right, I'm I'm talking about the 1915 version. Yeah, it was probably it's probably scummy piece of trash. Yeah. I mean, cause like it wasn't built up like it is now. Like it was a, it was like just water.
1: Right. Like now you can't even get down next to the.
0: No. River. Like you have to walk and like the shores and then the the, the patios and the people own that shit. I'm pretty sure it's connected to properties probably. and stuff.
1: Yep. Because I've never been down there. No, I've just looked. It's just been on the bridges, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, as you can imagine, the loss of lives on such a massive scale is not something that people were prepared for.
0: Nope. Not, not, nope. Nope.
1: I think it would still be a pretty hard time to expect 800 people to just drop dead at once in the same spot. Even today. Well...
0: I mean yeah. I as soon as you said it depends I on when, it, I depends was,
1: on when you listen to this episode I guess. Yeah, I was going to In right. modern times generally I would say <laughs> we would typically not be prepared for this. Right.
0: Yeah, I was like, "Well, hmm.
1: but hmm. so how yes. they, how they had to go about it was they started stacking bodies along the river. It just gets worse. Uh-huh. It became such a problem that Marshall Fields started uh, Donating their delivery trucks oh, to goodness. assist in moving bodies to morgues.
0: Geez, yeah, nothing like it happens today.
1: Yeah. Uh, <sighs> morgues quickly filled up and mm-hmm. other places had to be found to store bodies.
0: I'm so glad you said Marshall Fields donated his delivery trucks. And didn't say started selling bodies. You don't get those Marshall oh, Fields. You don't know where this is going. And then yeah, and then I found out his whole empire is built off selling dead bodies <laughs> in the Chicago River.
1: <laughs> no, that's not. I'm not gonna walk going. by that old building <laughs> like the
0: same. Like oh god, he sold corpses here.
1: I don't even know what that building is anymore. Yeah, uh,
0: Macy's, right? Oh, I don't know. Could I be. think it's a Macy's. That makes sense. I think they bought him out. Yeah. Well.
1: They yeah. had to find other places to store bodies. Oh, man, the delivery trucks,
0: and then like theres no way. How good do you clean those back in 1915? Hmm. Oh. I mean, they're bodies.
1: They're not coming back, so I guess you're not worried about infecting them. If that's what you're getting at. No, no, I don't care. What the, <laughs> no, no,
0: no. I meant like the like the trucks. Like so, like somebody's in their dress.
1: Oh yeah, delivered you, you, and like your dress has just got a wet kinda, smear on it. It smells something. a
0: little. It smells like yeah. why is this weird smell? I've never smelled this before. It's like it's
1: that's death. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Best delivery driver. <laughs> that's death. There's dead people in there. Yeah.
1: See you later. <laughs> yeah. Off to make the next delivery. Hey, thanks for your business. Yeah. What? Well, that's, I hope not what happened. I don't think so, because it seemed like. Well,
0: I don't know the story, so I, I, well, I have no idea.
1: But the 2nd Regiment Armory on West Washington Avenue oh, God. in Chicago. Yes ended up storing over 200 bodies that had to wait to be identified by family. (sighs) Ah. The grief that gripped so many that were walking among these corpses, searching, hoping against hope to find a loved one there, or not to find a loved one there. Correct. But then to be overwhelmed by the painful emotions upon the realization that It is a loved one, a family member, a child, a friend, a neighbor, somebody that was missing.
0: That's somebody's somebody.
1: 290 children
0: died. Face palming isn't great audio. It's not great audio. But that's that's how I had to react just now. Uh Uh-huh. Because I... Ah, well...
1: 22 entire families were wiped out. Ah! Mm -hmm. Ah! It's a bad time
0: it's, an, it's a less than great ordeal
1: A day that was supposed to be nothing but fun Turned into just
0: well, see, horror This is why corporations don't do nice things anymore Because look what happens uh-huh. People die in the Chicago River
1: Yeah, a lot of people die in the Chicago River
0: Can I get an extra day off?
1: <laughs> you'll uh, die in the river You might die in the river uh, They died at green though No, you'll die you, in the you river You <laughs>
0: might Yeah, in the river yeah No, no, no Yeah, you'll die in it, not dye not just dying it. No. <laughs> yeah. You might change its color. It might be red. Mm-hmm. That might happen. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So just work an extra sixteen hours today. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I'm alive. Yeah. Is this living? Yes. Uh it
1: became so So many people had died that at the time, there weren't really funeral parlors. People had uh, funeral like their services at home, or like their uh, not the funeral itself at home, but like the
0: like the wake and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and it seemed as if one in three households had a had lost someone in Cicero, uh, where well, most yeah, where most of the people that right. worked at the factory lived.
0: Well, of course, because when you have some kind of industrial Complex like that. Everybody lives local. They're all they're all there. They go to the one place.
1: Right. And we're not talking cars and stuff.
0: No, they're like in town. for
1: every family. And
0: right. Things, not in you know. 1915. Hell
1: no. Right. Uh, at one point, there were 29 caskets stacked in a church where they had, they were stacked on pews and everything to conduct one funeral service.
0: I mean, I just, I can just, I try to put myself in the shoes of the pastor He's up at the, uh, you know, up there at his pulpit. And I just, he's, I just, Welp. And he puts his hands out. Mm hmm. Yep. And then he's like, Yep, well. Uh.
1: It's just so much. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's so much death. Uh huh. It's so much death. So much simultaneous death.
1: Yeah. I mean, the fact that you lose 22 entire families, that's just.
0: It's unhurt. I mean... Like crushing, you know? Crushing is the absolute word for it. It's devastating.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it went over the course of days that like these hundreds of bodies had to be identified. People waited outside to walk through this line of corpses and try and hope you don't find one. But, you know, your family member's been missing for a couple days. It's not seeming so good.
0: Right. He worked at this place... He, you know he was going to this boat, mm-hmm. haven't heard from him. Yeah. Uh,
1: the last body sat there for a full seven days.
0: That's a long time.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a seven-year-old boy.
0: That's not, no one knew who this kid was? No. It, because his family was probably dead?
1: Local Boy Scout troops and locals like really took it to heart, and they wanted to find his family and figure out what happened and that's what they found eventually they discovered that it was william novotny a 7 year old boy and his his parents and his older sister had also perished extended family finally identified him a week after it had taken place
0: so they identified his sister and his parents i don't
1: know exactly how that went down but that's what it neither, sounds like yeah i was just trying somehow to somehow they were that. identified
0: and then he was kind of vague or-
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't. Or whoever had identified him, like, or didn't identify him, you know, didn't.
0: Right. Maybe he was in a different location. They'd missed him. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, just held, held out hope. It's a lot of bodies to go through.
1: Yeah. And I can't imagine you're feeling great by the time you're like, yeah, that's. Well,
0: because, I mean, at what point, because, like, you walk in and, like, you're looking. So, like, you just go down the line and all these dead people, like, nope, 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 nope. Nope. And then you get like
1: three yes and you're like, all right, that's, that's too much for me. I'm out.
0: Right. I could just, yeah, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like, I mean, that's, uh, it's like, I got to get out of here.
1: Yeah. I can uh, imagine that'd be a lot to take in, especially since they were, this is not a place that's meant for this. These are just bodies sitting unrefrigerated on the ground. They had a mortician. Yeah. That's the word. Uh, they had somebody embalming bodies as they could while they right. in this room from what I can tell. Which you know what? That's a
0: lot too. I absolutely hate how like this country deals with history. Cause this is I mean, I wouldn't expect somebody from Wyoming to know this story. We should have both heard about this by now.
1: Yeah. This is close to us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. And you've all heard of the fire. Ooh, fires are dramatic. Yeah, they are dramatic and scary, and it burned a city down. But this fucking boat with a dumb dumb captain flips, and like, how many people died again? Eight hundred and
1: forty-four. Oh, God,
0: eight hundred forty-four people die, and I didn't even know what happened. Yeah. Well, I should at least know. Yep. But I didn't. So. Ah, oh, my God.
1: Surprisingly. Oh yeah. Even though, um, so Western Electric they. Tried to do the right thing and give their companies a nice treat and everything. Yeah. Hit with disaster.
0: Total disaster.
1: They actually stepped up and kind of did the right thing afterwards, too, which okay. surprised the hell out of me, really.
0: I mean, I'm still shocked about the day off. So, like, the fact they handled the tragedy well seems to be. Will they, you tell me? Yeah. What's they going called
1: on 50 of Chicago's most prominent citizens, which included heads of Sears Roebuck, uh, Carson Peary Scott, Marshall Field. Uh, Charles Comiskey and the heads of Quaker Oats. Jesus. All these to donate money. And they actually ended up getting funeral services covered. Uh, children that lost parents and everything. They like gave them wages until they were 16, which at the time was the working.
0: Sure, but th- giving kids anything.
1: Right. So all that kind of surprised me. Oh, my God. I was like, wow. Huh.
0: Can you imagine?
1: Can you imagine the lawsuits that would have had to happen to get anything?
0: Right. Can you imagine any (laughs) company being like, "This sucks. We just want to help the people who lost." And not only that, are they helping people? Like their production is like fucking fuck too. Right. It's all screwed up. Well, because they lost
1: a huge chunk of of their their factory. So not
0: only that, they're not even making probably as much money as they anticipated. Um, So then. It's. I mean, it's just fantastic. Are they? St- is what? Can I work for Western Electric?
1: Maybe, but they're mm. owned by AT and T.
0: Never mind. Yeah, that's over. God, what a different time. That's so crazy still to me.
1: Yeah. Um. So like Sears, the heads of Sears, Roebuck and Carson Pirie or Marshall Fields, uh, they raised like a couple hundred thousand dollars, like the week of. Which in nineteen fifteen money is you know a lot of money. A lot. It's, yeah. it's a lot of money regardless, but. And then it was, like, doubled over time with all the other companies helping out. Right. Crazy time.
0: Well, because back then, we don't know what happened now, but, like, back then, you can imagine how big of a deal it was. I mean, obviously, it's, you know what I mean? So, it would have been, like, it would have been the thing to help out, to feel sad about, to feel broken over, even if you didn't know anybody. But chances are, if you live in the city, you probably did.
1: Mm -hmm. So, after that... That's a lot of trauma. That's a lot of bad stuff. What does that mean? Yeah.
0: I never even, I didn't even think it was going here. (laughs) (laughs) How stupid am I? Do I know a show I'm on? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. You're just
1: enraptured by the (laughs) horrific events? You didn't even know. We're just talking. I'm like, hey, do you hear about the the Eastland? How horrible it was? I'm like,
0: no. That's fucked up. That's crazy. That's a mess.
1: Yeah, it is a mess.
0: And then... <laughs> oh.
1: But this leads to maybe a couple scary, spooky things.
0: Of course, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know where I'm at now. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting spooky. Getting spooky. Because we're staying spooky. Because we stay spooky.
1: But... The second uh, armory, um, it went on for some time, you know, being as it was. Right. And then it eventually was purchased by a certain television icon. Okay.
0: Oprah. You heard of her? (laughs) What has she done?
1: That's just where her studio was. It's Harpo, or it was. I don't know if it still is.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. Man.
1: And many security guards and studio managers and all sorts.
0: The guy's putting in the hours, putting in the time. Say it's haunted. Yeah, I believe him. Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: There's mournful wailing. Cries of children. Old-timey music being played. Piano. Yeah. And then there's the gray lady.
0: Yeah, what's she about?
1: Not too much, but she's seen to be walking through with a long dress in in the fashion of the time. Long, you know, down to the ankles.
0: So she's got a good look.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And she just walks around, seeming, kind of seems to be lost or looking
0: for something. uh, I mean, I I don't know the story, but in my head, I picture her as the woman who put the kid in the chair and just sent him off.
1: When when I. I'll I'll have to send you a link to the documentary I watched. It's a PBS one. Awesome. We can maybe post it on our. When we, the episode goes, yes, goes we, up we should. Yeah. There's just some parts in it Like for a PBS thing where they're just like Facts, here you go And then there's a couple that I was just like
0: Oh, oh my god
1: Like one's one like I lost my faith in God that day Seeing all the children in the water And I was like holy hell Like Jeez PBS laying it down <laughs> like, <laughs> You're just Whipping it out there Yeah like is like
0: somebody like home at like nine A. M. watching this when it aired or whatever, it's like, Oh my god
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> what the hell?
1: But the lady in grey is seen to, you know, kinda of wander about and um then sometimes she'll just disappear through a wall. But she seems lost or looking for something.
0: God, yeah, she is. Her whole fucking family.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's what they say is maybe a mother that lost her, her child or or even somebody that lost their family and came and just lingering memory, you know, the, that, that haunt, looking for their, their family in there. Might not even have been somebody that died in the river that day.
0: Right, that's true. But
1: just traumatic events and replay them over and over. Right. Um, supposedly, in 1996, Oprah aired a, an episode talking about how her studio was haunted from what I can tell, that's gone
0: or never existed. Not entirely sure. So we can look up Oprah talking about satanic death cults in the drug war, mm-hmm. but we cannot look up her talking about her actual haunted studio.
1: But she, but there's other people that talk about how she's in other episodes. I'd never watched Oprah, but how she's talked about ghost sightings and things like that before. She's not shied away from it. So it's just kind of weird that. If that was an actual episode, that it's missing, I don't know. Just kind of seems a little fishy, If, but I don't, it could be entirely truthful. I have no idea. Because well, I've seen it in a couple places that there was this episode and it's yeah. gone. I saw it on Reddit, somebody had mentioned it. And I saw it in a couple other articles too, where somebody had said that there was an episode in 96 where she had talked
0: about it. I mean, it. but she has so many episodes. I mean, it's very believable. I bet totally it happened. I mean, I would not be surprised if she did have her, this ghost episode. And then I just imagine that if that episode existed and it really did happen, that the um, the people working like around her kept like harassing her about, we keep seeing ghosts. And she's like, I guess I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. My empire was built in a studio where a bunch of dead bodies were hanging out after a Ship flipped in the Chicago River. Strange. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so then the lady in gray seems to be the big one. Yeah. But then, like I said, there's sobbing, moaning, whispers, doors opening, closing, footsteps. All the classic stuff.
0: Right. Typical stuff. Mm hmm. Standard. Yeah.
1: So that's. One place that has been affected by this tragedy quite a bit. But then, many people say that the Chicago River between LaSalle Street and uh, Clark Street Bridge have also seen a lot of strange things in the water there. Screams, people crying, pleas for help coming from the river. Even apparitions of victims helplessly splashing in the water. Many times, people have called the police for people being in the water. Uh, At one point, a man even jumped into the river to save who he thought was an actual person drowning, only to realize upon, you know, he dove in surfaces, he's alone in the river.
0: That guy's a hero. That's it, (sighs) though.
1: Like, that's the Eastland disaster And the possible hauntings that spawned because of such a traumatic event.
0: But is that that it, though? No. It could be a lot more. But I mean, like, Chicago's the third largest, like, city in the country. This was an absolute massacre. Mm Mm-hmm. Where fate did a 180, or however many degrees it takes for a boat to go underwater and everyone die. It was like a...
1: A little over a 90.
0: Yeah. So fucking horrible. And it's right there. And then every St. Patrick's Day. So just like a month ago, not even a month ago. It's still March. (laughs) What the hell? Just throw green. Yay. Yay. There were corpses in there. Yeah. That no one even talks about.
1: Yeah. It won't be March by the time this comes out. but
0: It's true. But But yes,
1: it was just green, which is why I said it was dyed green. right, Right. Yeah. And so the Clark Street Bridge, I was like, is that the one I walk across to get to the House of Blues? So I looked it up because I couldn't remember. Sure. And I don't think that's the one I typically use when I would walk there from the train station. Gotcha. But it's close.
0: I mean, they're right there, man. Well, LaSalle Street, they're that's all right the other there. one. That's yeah.
1: LaSalle Street station.
0: Uh-huh. Yep.
1: So it's between those two that is where the ship inverted or not quite inverted, but killed a bunch of people a bunch of people died there all there's, at once
0: you know there's got to be a memorial there there is actually is
1: there it's just a placard like i figured yeah you we know. saw so it i probably walked past it you know
0: yeah you know the only time anybody's probably interacted with that is when they were fucking making polka stops yeah, i guarantee you, i guarantee you
1: <laughs> like huh? what's this oh east eastland
0: oh, i'm a little low i don't on know my why, why that's
1: called this but okay Let,
0: let's spin it and then they read the description. They're just playing Pokemon looking for their fucking Pikachu. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was just on my way home, And What is this?
1: Yeah. But yeah, the, oh I mean. Oh my God. So the Second Armory, which became Harpo Studios, it only had, I mean, only. It had right. 200 plus bodies in there. It's a lot of dead people. There's a lot of other places that had to get used they just weren't in as massive space but there's a lot of other bodies that you know went right. through waiting for somebody to come pick them up
0: you know I mean it just turned I mean it just turned Chicago into a ghost bomb yeah ghost bomb right <laughs> all over the place these little locations it's been a hundred years more mm-hmm 120. Jesus, so 110 years at least, no, almost, almost. There you go, <laughs> math. I don't know why I'm trying to estimate, but giving like exact, like you yeah. know what I mean. Whatever, it's fine. It's it's okay. Yeah, but yeah, all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, all the trauma those people would take back to Cicero. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Even the factory itself, missing all those missing all those people.
1: You imagine? I mean, they weren't all their employees that died, but like, yeah, a lot of them. Can you imagine a factory losing three hundred people
0: all of a sudden? Done. Yeah. And then t- imagining all the people, you know, because we're talking about ghosts that are like tied to their homes. So, how many in homes in Sister Maybe we we'd have a few people. You know, again, if we're talking ghosts, spirits attached, floating around.
1: Right, because I just. If you put it on the spectrum of how traumatic an event has to be like if you're just cruising along at like your average day, yeah, and then you get a traumatic event is right. that less less traumatic then than if you're like cruising high because you're excited to take the family out yeah, for man. the first time in a long time to then all of a sudden just pure fucking horror, right is that more traumatic? I don't know how that scale works,
0: I mean I would say yes because like the emotional if you if you accept humans emit like an energy and there's this kinda you know, because that's what a, a you know, a ghost would be leftover energy. Got your peaks and your valleys, and like it just rips the fabric of whatever you are as a being and just attaches itself to whatever's around. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. I would say that makes it way worse.
1: And then when you're a ghost and you find out that they knew this ship had problems with listing previously. Does that make you ghost even harder? You're like, "Fuck
0: ghost hard." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I would. I mean, I'm gonna haunt that captain. I'd become a
0: very vengeful spirit. Yep. So, like, yeah, I was. That's literally what I was gonna ask. So like, how was that captain the rest of his life? Um, they did.
1: I think he was the only one that ended up getting prosecuted. Most people Good. got
0: off. Good. Well, I mean, the captain, it's his fucking, I mean, it was his decision, his his freaking ship, you know what I mean?
1: Right. I I don't recall exactly, because it wasn't so much the spooky time stuff, uh, getting sure. into the legal things that no, came. No,
0: right. I understand.
1: But a lot of people were actually taken, gone after for this. Like, uh, it was in, like, political cartoons and stuff, how it was money sank the ship, and... It's true. All that kind of stuff and how the inspector that gave them the new amount, because it was relatively new that they could carry 2,500 people.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And it was because they said, like, uh, he just saw that the they had enough lifeboats, which was the qualification. Right. And he didn't really do his due diligence on it, and he just gave them, yeah, 2,500, sure. Because then it was like the company that owned it was, they had a rough summer where most of the time, I don't know how their ledger worked, but most of the time it went out, it was like 100 to 300 passengers. It was like not anywhere near capacity. Okay. So they saw this event as a chance to recoup their losses for the year. So they were like, fucking load them up. Let's go. God,
0: son of a gun.
1: And then... Yeah, past instances of it listing to the point where it almost had done this in Cleveland. I think it was Cleveland. Cleveland's on the water. Yes. Um, so it had almost done this before, but the crew had managed to get everybody onto the one side of the ship to counteract it and then fixed it.
0: Imagine you're just enjoying yourself and it's like somebody taps you in the shoulder. You got a party over there right now. Yeah. Go. Okay. It's like all right, like what the and somebody else comes by and shoves you, get over there, I'm going.
1: Right. Well This may be insane because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that that sounds, you know, like everybody needs to move. We need the weight to move. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else did this when they were on the school bus, but my school bus used to do this in the in the wintertime. Go on. You'd have all the snow and we'd all jump to one side of the bus when we would do turns. Yeah. Holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> we'd be going through the neighborhood and all this, we'd, somebody would orchestrate it so the entire, everybody, you know, probably to the horror of the bus drivers.
0: No! <laughs>
1: we're like, we're like fourth grade at this point. Right. Like, I don't even know how we thought of it, but, you know, we'd all get on one side of the bus. How much do
0: fourth graders weigh?
1: enough because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you, you jump into the cur- turn yeah, and get the bus I can fish tail <laughs> like, <laughs> like,
0: no. yeah no oh man
1: but yeah that's what they were having to do to you know not die <laughs> when we were trying to you know oh my god i don't know what we were trying to do i mean drift tokyo drift in the school bus
0: Yeah, I hope some kid was on the bus. We're drifting. The bus driver was like, "You're all gonna die."
1: Yeah, so maybe that was just my bus growing up. But
0: I think your bus had the, uh, you know, the, uh, um, the uh, community aspect of a bus ride down Pat. I think you had your own little society. If you go like, (laughs) "We're on board." Yeah. What a democracy that was! Like we all proved, do it. Let her rip. Yeah. Boom. A terrified bus driver. <laughs> I just can't see the whole event. Yeah, those political cartoons you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted, there's you know, there's there's one or two events you can point to and be like, that was capitalism's fault. I mean, it's all about the money, and people died.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: you were still gonna make money, but you had to make more money.
1: And then they just abandoned kind of the rules. Because yeah. they stopped paying attention. They were like, whatever. They're just kids. What could happen? I don't know. Right.
0: Oh, he's a kid. He doesn't weigh a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's trying to fishtail a bus. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's not going to matter. Literally ignoring rules, ignoring safety to make money. Thank God we've moved past that. We don't, no one would ever want to do that today. I can't think of one instance where that's going on in any state. <laughs> oh <my. sighs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Correct.
0: Capitalism in its current state and its 1915 state is fine. That's all I'm saying. It's fine.
1: I mean, they're different. <laughs> that company wanted to do good things, I guess.
0: Yeah, they learned their lesson and I'm sure things. there's
1: I'm sure there's some companies out there that still try to do good things. I just don't know of them. <laughs>
0: yeah, I've never heard of them and don't know where they are.
1: <laughs> yeah. But that is the I don't that is the Eastland disaster and the hauntings that kind of spawned of it. Unfortunately there's not a lot to go off of for the haunting sides, you know, there's supposedly there is a uh picture of the grey lady. I can't find it. Okay, so I tried. I sure. tried to find it, but no luck. It was supposedly caught by a security cam at Harpo Studios.
0: God, I'd love to. I, I would love to know. God, wherever that Oprah. If you have a VHS copy of that Oprah documentary, yeah, episode documentary, whatever, whatever. With, I mean, you, I can. I'm picturing the episode as where she's just like pulling people she sees literally every single day who she works with. Yeah. Like, so what did you see? And they're like. Oh. I guess you're my, my boss. I guess I'm going to do this. I told, you, I told you this already, and you thought I, thought I was crazy, then put me on national television, so I guess I'm going to tell you my story now. Mm-hmm. And Oprah's like, isn't that crazy? Isn't that wild? It is a pretty cool-looking building, though. Yeah? You have it pulled up?
1: I did. I don't at the moment. If I still have one of the tabs open, I'll show you. Sure.
0: How many of those ghosts stuck around just to watch Oprah?
1: A lot. <laughs> Maybe that's what the entire crowd was. I don't know.
0: Maybe Oprah, when she called on people, they were, she was talking to ghosts. Did we just crack open the mystery of Oprah? Yep. Her success is based off of ghosts? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you get to go to the afterlife, and you get to go oh to my the afterlife. God. Oh my God.
0: Filmed in front of a live studio audience. Are you sure alive? <laughs> yeah. Now I want to scour Oprah tapes and see if there's somebody in like a 1915s like Gowan. Maybe. Could be. I have a question. What about the boat? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> what boat? I don't know what you're talking about. I put my child in a chair and he drowned in front of me.
1: Oh. And like,
0: anyways, <laughs> onto the satanic death cult. Right. Wow. I mean, I'm sure I'll get over it, but the fact that neither of us had heard of that before.
1: Right. That's why as soon as I I saw it, I was like, okay, okay. What? Yeah. So they did actually end up pulling the ship out of the water and salvaging it. And it went on to be the USS Willamette and was used as a training ship. For World War I. Where is that boat? Uh, it's scrapped now. Damn it. It was scrapped in 1947.
0: So we could get rid of this thing. Everybody on it kept talking about ghosts. Yeah, can you imagine if the ship was haunted? It might have been. It totally was. It probably was. was. I mean, if a studio where 200 bodies were, that ship was absolutely haunted. Yeah. So We're trying to train for the war and we keep being bothered by all these ghosts. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's a story to think about. My goodness.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty intense.
0: Very intense. I mean, if you're a corporation doing good, email us at weirdfruppodcasts at gmail.com. If you're... um, (sighs) If you've seen the
1: Oprah episode. Yeah. I know somebody out there has watched more Oprah than I have. I've only watched that one about the satanic death cult. That's a good one. (laughs) Which everyone should watch that one too. I I mean, I wish, please, Narcos Satanicos,
0: because it's incredible. It's one of the most amazing things, and in my opinion, sums up like the worst things about the drug war. Because it tells you this wild, crazy story. Their conclusion is drugs should be illegal. This is what you guys (laughs) doing? You're missing the whole point of this. They were putting corpses in the ground, wiring them up with wire. What else would you wire somebody up with weird sentences to say out loud? <laughs> and then ripping off their spinal cords to put them in their fucking cauldron. What was it? Or they're where they're it in Godna?
1: Or where it is a necklace?
0: Yeah. Just human bones and body parts and then sacrificing zebras. And then you have your guy at the end of the t- That's why drugs should be illegal. We're going to have the drug dealers. You're missing the whole point <laughs> of the problem. Uh-huh. I've never seen somebody miss the mark so hard. Well, I have actually. But that's a good example of it. Yeah. God. But yeah, Instagram, Facebook, Weird and Feared, <laughs> anchor.fm slash Weird and Feared. Leave me a voice message. If you've seen the Oprah episode and for some reason don't want to share it because it's very important to you, just tell it to me in a voice message. Tell me what you saw. Give me annotations. Yeah. Yep. That'd be fine. And uh, always join us on the uh, patreon.com slash Weird and Feared where this conversation will continue, where we think about a bunch of dead people and dead kids. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. No, but... <laughs> it's what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't want to fib. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, everybody, I will stay positive. Mm. And stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. <laughs>